I'm Tavin Nasir, and this is Leadership Biz Cafe, a podcast that provides insights and tools to help leaders take on the challenges and opportunities found in leading today's workplaces. Leadership Biz Cafe is brought to you by Tavin Nasir Leadership, our leadership firm that offers keynotes and corporate trainings in both virtual and in-person settings that will help you to improve the way you lead and guide your organization's growth and future successes. To find out how we can help you today with your leadership challenges and discover your untapped opportunities, visit our website at tavinasir.com. And with that, let's dive into a brand new edition of Leadership Espresso Shot. Over the course of this pandemic, one skill we've all had to learn is how to communicate in a virtual setting. Although it's been two years, many are still struggling not just with communicating effectively in a virtual setting, but connecting with others at an emotional level. And this is something that's been reflected in conversations I've had with senior executives from a wide range of industries where, for many of them, one of their biggest concerns is how to sustain and strengthen existing relationships with their colleagues and direct reports. So with that in mind, I'd like to share five simple steps you can employ in every virtual meeting and conversation so you can improve your ability to foster emotional connections with those you lead. The first step is to make time to connect with your employees about things that are not on the meeting agenda or your to-do list. I remember about a year ago joining a planning conference call on Zoom for a leadership workshop I was going to conduct for this healthcare company. And when I joined the call, a few of the executives were in the midst of talking to one another, so I just waited until they were done to say hello. Well, they were so engrossed in their conversation, it easily took a minute or two for them to notice I was there. And when they did, the head of the planning team began apologizing profusely But I remember telling her how I didn't mind because it was so nice to feel like I was just hanging around in their break room, getting lost in the buzz of everyday conversations. Although it's been over a year since that virtual meeting, I still remember this moment, not because of what was being discussed, but because of the warmth and familiarity this interaction fostered of how these senior leaders were using this lull in their workday not to catch up on work, but to catch up with one another. To just connect with the person on the other side of that screen. In many ways, this mirrored those impromptu conversations that usually happen as people wait for a meeting to begin. And understandably, it can be hard to replicate in a virtual setting as it can lead to people cutting one another off or worse, talking over each other. But what you can do is set time aside either at the start or the end of the meeting to just check in with your employees to ask how are they doing. It's a small gesture, but making time to just connect with people about non-work matters really does foster a greater sense of connection. The second step to fostering emotional connections with your employees in a virtual world is to pay attention to who's connecting and who's not. After two years of conducting virtual meetings, I think it's become clear to all of us how there are some people who are more comfortable communicating and sharing virtually, 
while others spend most of the time watching their screen instead of engaging in the conversation. Now, even before the pandemic, it was normal for some people to attend meetings and not participate. But I think we've all come to appreciate that if you're going to invite someone to attend a meeting, it's because they have something you want them to contribute to the subject at hand. However, that doesn't mean people won't feel some discomfort in connecting in a virtual setting, even after all these months. To help these employees offset their discomfort so they can not only fully participate, but foster a stronger emotional connection with others. Ask them questions that you know they'd be comfortable answering because it's in their field of expertise. This will reduce their apprehension and make them more willing to engage in the conversation. You may need to do this over a couple of meetings to ease them in, but doing so will help them feel less like they're an observer and more an active participant, which is what you need them to be. Again, Everyone who's at that meeting is there because they have something of value to offer. So if they're not actively participating, it's your job to create conditions that will facilitate them to do so. The third step to fostering emotional connections with your employees is to ask clarifying questions to offset the loss of nonverbal cues. As psychologists and communication experts have pointed out, one of the challenges we face with virtual communications is our difficulty in being able to pick up the nonverbal cues that provide an emotional context for what others are trying to tell us. To compensate for any missed nonverbal cues, ask questions that encourage greater clarity over what's being said by others. You can start these questions off by saying things like, to make sure I understand you correctly, are you saying, and then repeat back to them what you heard them say. It may feel odd at first to ask these kinds of questions, but making the effort will send a clear message to those around you that you're invested in making sure you understand them, something that will definitely help with strengthening your relationship with others. The fourth step to fostering emotional connections with your employees is to offer words of recognition and praise to reinforce what matters to your organization. As much as we're seeing a benefit to hybrid and remote working, both for the organization in terms of improved productivity and for employees in terms of a more harmonious integration of work and life obligations and goals, this doesn't mean that there aren't challenges requiring your attention if you were to attract and retain employees on your team. One challenge that was amplified by the pandemic and remains an ongoing issue as evidenced by the continuing problem of both employees quitting and organizations struggling to find people to hire, is leaders not providing enough feedback. And by feedback, I don't just mean letting your employees know they're doing a good job, but letting them know that someone's paying attention to their efforts and appreciates how they're helping the organization move forward despite all the ongoing external challenges and obstacles. To that end, it's important that you make time during these virtual gatherings to make a point of recognizing the various contributions and efforts being made by your employees. What you're after here is providing context for your employees that will help them understand the benefits others derive from their efforts and how it's helping their team move forward. Linking their efforts to the collective efforts of your team 
will help foster a greater sense of community and belonging. And finally, the fifth step to fostering emotional connections with your employees is to schedule time to meet virtually for non-work conversations. This last step builds on what I discussed in the first one by taking it a bit further. While in the first step, you're making time before and or after a work meeting just to touch base with your employees, here the goal of the meeting is to simply connect with them. You want to use these gatherings to encourage more personal conversations with your employees by encouraging them to share something about what they've been doing with their family and kids, how they've been spending their free time, and so forth. And this isn't something you arrange outside of work hours, but instead should be a part of their work week because you want to send the message that while this isn't about work, it is about helping us to work together better because we're learning about each other and seeing one another for our full selves and not just in terms of the roles we play. If you want to foster relationships and build emotional connections with your employees, this is an important step to take. In fact, after one of my recent leadership keynotes, I was contacted by one of the leaders in attendance who shared with me his recent practice of taking time on Wednesdays to check in with his employees. He called them hump day hangouts, where he would ask his employees about their family and kids, how they were faring and the like. And he told me how at first he wasn't sure if it was helping until he began to notice not only how much his employees enjoyed these virtual get-togethers, but he looked forward to them as well because he felt like he was really getting to know his employees. As much as some people might be hoping that one day things will go back to normal, the fact is there's no going back to before the pandemic. And honestly, in many respects, that's a good thing, especially when I look at how many leaders I've spoken with have discussed how building relationships is becoming a top priority for them. Of course, our ability to build relationships comes down to how well we're able to foster emotional connections with those we lead and those we serve. As I hope you've come to appreciate in listening to this podcast, it's not as hard or daunting as you might think, as it really comes down to how intentional you are in getting out of your own head to see and understand the perspective and realities of those you lead. And on that note, we come to the end of yet another Leadership Espresso Shot. So many of these episodes of my Leadership Espresso Shot series are inspired by recent conversations I've had with leaders from all levels. And in this case, this episode was inspired by a leader who was part of a virtual conference call I was on who did the exact opposite of what I shared here. And I could tell you, not only did the virtual room temperature change for the better when they signed off, but the conversation and engagement was far superior without their presence there. And after two years of this pandemic, it became clear to me that some leaders are still not getting the importance of fostering emotional connections with others. And that's what's inspired me to record this episode, as I want to make sure you don't have conversations or meetings that put people off like this leader did. Instead, your leadership presence serves to not only bring out the best in others, 
but it inspires them to deliver their best work. So if you enjoyed this latest edition in our Leadership Espresso Shot series, I'd like to encourage you to subscribe to our podcast. That way you can listen to our latest episodes when they come out. And also listen to our past episodes where we cover other timely issues around leadership with the goal of helping you improve the way you lead. If you go to our podcast page at tavernasir.com slash LBC, you'll find links to subscribe to our podcast on all the major streaming platforms, as well as links to our episode show notes. And I have one favor to ask before we go. If you're enjoying my podcast, I'd appreciate it if you could rate our podcast on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to our show that supports listener ratings and reviews. It's a nice way for us to get feedback ourselves on the show and what people are enjoying about our podcast. I'm Tavi Nasir, and you've been listening to Leadership Biz Cafe.